Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Colossians. Brothers and sisters, put on as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, heartfelt compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If one has a grievance against another, as the Lord has forgiven you, so must you also do. And over all of these, put on love. That is the bond of perfection. And let the peace of Christ control your hearts, the peace into which you are also called in one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, as in all wisdom you teach and admonish one another, singing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with gratitude in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, in word or in deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. The word of the Lord. Let everything that breathes praise the Lord. Praise the Lord in his sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his strength. Praise him for his mighty deeds. Praise him for his sovereign majesty. Praise him with the blast of the trumpet. Praise him with lyre and harp. Praise him with timbrel and dance. Praise him with strings and pipe. Praise him with sounding cymbals. Praise him with clanging cymbals. Let everything that is breath praise the Lord. Alleluia. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, To you here I say, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. To the person who strikes you on one cheek, offer the other one as well. From the person who takes your cloak, do not withhold even your tunic. Give to everyone who asks of you, and from the one who takes what is yours, do not demand it back. Do to others as you would have them do to you. For if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do the same. If you lend money to those from whom you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners and get back the same amount. But rather love your enemies and do good to them and lend expecting nothing back. Then your reward will be great and you will be children of the Most High. For he himself is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. Be merciful just as also your Father is merciful. Stop judging, and you will not be judged. Stop condemning, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and gifts will be given to you. A good measure, packed together, shaken down, and overflowing, will be poured into your lap. For the measure with which you measure will in return be measured out to you. The Gospel of the Lord. St. Paul rejoiced in his sufferings. That's what he wrote the Colossians. So people considered St. Paul crazy. For what kind of fool rejoices in his sufferings? A fool for Christ. That is what Paul called himself. St. Peter Claver was considered a fool. Born in Spain around 1581, he graduated with distinction from the University of Barcelona and then entered the Jesuits. After two years of study, he put in to go to the New World to help evangelize the Spanish colonies. He sailed from Spain in 1610, and after a long and difficult voyage, he landed in Cartagena, in what is now Colombia. The African slave trade had been a reality for a hundred years when Claver arrived in the New World. Quote, slaves were bought in West Africa for four crowns a head, or bartered for goods, and sold in America for 
200 crowns. The conditions under which they were conveyed across the Atlantic were so foul and inhuman as to be beyond belief. And it was reckoned that there would be a loss in each cargo by death during the six or seven weeks voyage of at least a third. But in spite of this, an average of 10,000 living slaves was landed in Cartagena every year. Despite Pope Paul III's condemnation and what Pope Pius IV called this supreme villainy, the trade flourished and all the slave owners did in response was to have their slaves baptized. Quote, but they received no further instruction or alleviation of their physical condition. So the very sign of baptism became to them a very sign and symbol of their oppression and wretchedness. Clergy were pretty much powerless. Their protests provoked angry responses from the slave owners for meddling in their business. Peter Claver would meet the newly arrived ships and do what he could to alleviate the sufferings by distributing medicine and food to the disoriented, starving, and sick slaves. Few saints, quote, carried out their active work in more repulsive circumstances than Peter Claver. But those mortifications were not enough. He'd go back to his cell at the Jesuit house and put a crown of thorns on his head and a wooden beam on his shoulders. This was Claver's apostolate for 30 years, attending to slaves in Colombia. He baptized 300,000 of them before becoming sick himself and confined to his cell, where he was pretty much forgotten and neglected. The indifference toward the saint was surprising, but with the rumor of his impending death, suddenly the city remembered him and many lined up to kiss the hand of this selfless man. All the civic leaders who before said he was wasting his time with the Africans and his fellow priests who said his actions were indiscreet were now falling all over themselves to sing his praise and honor him. Isn't that interesting? My friends, it was Christianity that ended slavery in the ancient world. St. Paul preached that there was no longer Gentile or Jew, free man or slave. And it was Christian abolitionists that ended slavery in the new world. Christians did not start it, but they ended it. They don't teach it in our Marxist-run schools today, but slavery was practiced by the South and North American natives long before the Europeans arrived. It was also practiced among African tribes in Africa as well. There's a new form of slavery becoming dominant today that seeks not just to enslave certain tribes of people, but the whole world. It's a religion that people are unwittingly taking a knee to today. It claims to make people free, but instead it stokes racial wars, violence, and hatred. And it only makes for more slaves of all different colors and races. Quote, unquote, racism and true slavery ends when the world becomes a slave to Christ. Like St. Paul did. Like St. Peter Claver did. <laughs> 